The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by the Capital One Saver Card. Earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment, 2% at grocery stores, and 1% on all of their purchases. Today has been a great show, a lot of fun with Will Cain today. I feel like every segment we've done, we needed more time to get through it all. So the Tennessee thing isn't even solved. Eli's offseason. Try to get further depth on that. Ben McAdoo, the Giants head coach, just spoke to the media, so we'll play some of that and also check in with Diana Rossini, who is down at the Giants facility. But we got Damian Woody, who is heated this morning. Um, I caught you on first take. You are pretty heated about the Eli Manning situation. Yeah, I had, uh, I think I blew a couple gaskets in, the, in that, uh, in that segment on, on first take. I was over there, and yeah, not yeah. many people know I was in that segment, I, <laughs> but I was in the segment, and I got to tell you, the whole time I was going, is it 15 to 2? Is it 5 to 1? I can't remember the CPR count. Breaths to pumps. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I, I don't even think I, I probably took like two breaths like during okay, the so whole why, time. Okay, so why are you so upset about this? I'm not, no, I'm not, ups, I'm not, ups, I'm not upset. Um, I think my whole point is um, people are making this, you know, this uproar about benching Eli and I'm like this is pro football like what what makes Eli different from any any other player that's that's you know any high profile player that's you know had a pretty good career that's you know that teams have moved on from you know I understand people so you're going the other way way of everybody else yeah I'm just yeah I just figure like listen he's been he's been on the downward trend for years people just really upset because it's Gino you know that's where that's where the that's where the um, that's where people are really upset. It's not because, uh, you know, oh Eli is, you know, he's how could you do this to a two time Super Bowl champ? It's like, guys, it's pro football. This stuff has happened all the time throughout the history of pro football. Like, get over yourselves. But and this is the point I tried to make to you: <laughs> the whole it's for Geno thing is a legitimate reason for everybody to be upset. And here's why: I'm with you. Eli isn't always been cracked up to be, especially over the last couple of years. I would even argue, and I think you and I have on first take before, that he's overrated through his entire career based upon two very big wins. But that doesn't lead you to say, well, you know what, let's bench him for Geno Smith. It just doesn't add up. None of the reasons to bench Eli add up to me, Damien. None of them. No, the, no evaluation the, of Geno, no evaluation of Damien What's the downside Webb. here? What's the downside? They keep losing? See, that's what I thought. And, and some What's people have just downside? completely shot that down as if, well, you know, there's still teams ahead of them. I, look, man, sometimes teams that want to move up one spot in the draft to draft a quarterback pay a ransom just to move up one spot. We saw it with the Bears. So I, I do think that there's an advantage to going, let's just make sure we're going to lose the rest of these games. That's that's my first thought was that. But I've seen so many people shoot it down. I don't know what to think anymore. Well, I, making... I, just think, I just think, like, everyone's making such a huge fuss about it. I'm like... Probably because of Gino, though. What, yeah, it's, it's you know people Jets. say it's, it's right because yeah. everybody everybody remembers that the whole sucker punch and he get he got his jaw broken. My guy that was catfish twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. But my whole thing is, what's the downside here? There's, what's the downside? Honestly, the owners, the, the owners, the owners signed the off on it. This is not. It wasn't like it was Ben McAdoo okay, who just so, made this. So the, did the, everyone, was like, everybody you wrong to, yesterday? Which should people have not lost their minds? Is that your position on this? I just think like people, like people need to get over themselves. Hmm. Like seriously, everyone is just yeah, will rolling on the floor like crying. Oh, Eli! Well, how could they do this to Eli? And I'm like, get over yourselves. Pro football happens. Is there Happen- a right way and a wrong way to do things? As a player, I, I, I think as there's a, a parent. 
No, as a player. As a person. As a as a player, I think there's a right way. But Will's trying to set you up. Right <laughs> I know, now, he, you know yeah, he is. Doing. He's being real. I think it's payback for not for the first take. That's <laughs> what I think. Did it Stephen is. A. have to tell you to stop talking this morning? I think I caught that at some point. No, Stephen A. Everyone told Damon to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Dude, I w- literally, I think I had like tunnel vision to Max the whole time. <laughs> really? Seriously I, seriously, I think I you just like you were seeing like, everything else blacked like, out. I just blacked out everybody, and I just saw Max because Max was just, you know, once Max just Max started coming at me, I'm just like, I just zeroed in on him, and I'm like, just screw everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the devil in you. I saw you how you got that name, you Damien. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Damien Woody here, Will Kane, the Rosilla Show. I cannot let you come by and hang out. I could ask you about the slate. I could ask you about a bunch of stuff. But what is going on in the comic book movie world? Dude, we were had we were talking about this before before we got this thing started. I said, man. DC Comics is getting their butt kicked right now by Marvel. Like DC Comics should be ashamed of the of that stuff they're putting on the movie theaters. I mean, People the Batman versus that. the Batman versus Superman was hot garbage. Uh, Justice League terrible. I, I mean, what about what about Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad was okay. Whoa, you no know one what says that. Suicide Squad was okay. Wonder Woman is really holding down DC Comics. Wonder Woman is holding down DC Comics. Marvel is just. They are wiping the floor with DC. If I'm DC Comics, just push the reset button and start over. Seriously. Because it's embarrassing right now. What's the Have best? y'all seen that trailer for Infinity Wars? Dude, I, the Avengers I, or what's going yeah, the on? Ave- yeah, like it's everybody though, right? I'm I'm literally like a twelve year old right now. Like you came in, you walked in and said, "Have you seen the trailer yet?" And I was like, "What trailer? What are you talking about?" Yeah, see, you and, you gave me like you gave me like that get off my lawn type thing. I just think that the Avengers thing is it's hard to put my arms around it anymore. And I'm a little annoyed they did a Spider Man that was basically it was basically an Iron Man movie. Dude, like Spider Man's point. At Spider-Man's this point, getting you younger. can't have a character base like there's no such thing as an Iron Man movie anymore. Now you gotta have everybody. You gotta yeah. I need more. I need some fireworks, some icing on the cake. I'm expecting extra icing, Rambo to stop by. Ten characters. Is that fair? What for Rambo? You said no, but you're you want the you want the stakes to be raised every single time. Yeah, it's like I, the, the bar has gotta be raised like have you seen Thor Ragnarok? No, dude, you man, you you lame right now. Am I? Yeah, man, you yeah. like lame. Like, how can we have a discussion, dude? You gotta go out and see Thor. Yeah, but you know I like comic books. Is he good? Talking about yeah, stuff. it's really good. I heard it was really good. Yeah, I'll it's see really it. good. I'll see it at some yeah, point. Like, don't get me don't get me sweating okay. here talking about this type of stuff. Last time yeah. we talked to you, we went through well, not the last time, but we did an extensive television drama review. But right now, Punisher, where you at? Best Marvel movie on Netflix. And I'm a huge Luke, uh, Luke Cage fan. The Punisher is a real deal. But you, you think Punisher you is had, better? You, you think Punisher is better? Uh, yeah, I think Punisher is Isn't better. Is that tough for you to say? No, it's not tough for me to say, but you have a real problem with the Punisher. What it t- I what love is the it? show. I love the show, but the Punisher can't be smaller than Microchip. <laughs> <laughs> that actor's great. The guy from Walking Dead. So but he's so, not. Like, Punisher was a big dude. So you saying he needs to get in the weight room? Something. Something. He's really good at it, though. It's a great show. Check out The Punisher. We're not. Yeah. Gonna, I don't do comic book stuff. You nothing. You don't know anything about what we're talking about. I've right done now. some of the Avenger movies. You got. They were out. honestly, to your point, other. They were good movies. Ultron wasn't. The Age of Ultron. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. It was. It. It was okay. Rest of them are good. Yeah. Rest of them are good. Yeah. All right. So Punisher, we're on agreement. Absolutely. Eli, we got some work to do. We got some work to do on Eli, and it's not over. Like literally, I got more fire to spit. Okay, so looking forward to that. Okay. 
All right. Uh, thank you, Damian. Damian Woody in studio giving you the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Best phones, best networks, no contracts. We're going to hear from Ben McAdoo why he says he's right in doing this to Eli Manning and a live report from the Giants facility with Diana Rossini. That's next. We'll can the Rosillo Show, ESPN Radio. In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done. Starting his business out of a one-room office, Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. Now, there's a clear choice. Do you want a debater or a doer? Someone who can fix health care, who's done it. A guy who's unafraid of tough challenges, who has a track record creating jobs, who's taken on the NRA and won. That's Mike Bloomberg, a proven leader who can unite our country and get big things done. That's who can beat Trump. That's who we need in the White House. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you build a giant pillow fort in your living room. And when people ask why you have a pillow fort in your living room, you say it's for your dog. And when they ask, well, what kind? You say, mm, chocolate lab. And we have a web of lies that's almost as intricate as the crown molding in Fort Pillow. The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the pillow soft fortress you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Eli Manning, who has started 210 consecutive games, will not start number 211. He will be benched in favor of Geno Smith, who we didn't know was still in the league, let alone on the Giants. Are you sure? This just about them making sure they have a better draft slot. Eli Manning is he's done. He's done with the New York Giants. Don't embarrass a two-time Super Bowl MVP who is playing with no offensive line, no wide receivers, no running game. The Giants are lost. They're They're done. done. Eli Manning benched happened uh, just exactly 24 hours ago up on the New York Giants webpage. And we got Will Kane with us today. Diana Rossini is going to join us very shortly. She's down at the Giants facility. And Ben McAdoo's just spoken to the media as well. And McAdoo, I would say, somewhat defiant, uh, especially, you know, it's New York, it's that market, and everybody, it feels like in the media for the most part, especially the local market stuff where they're just crushing this franchise crushing the coach and the front office. Here's McAdoo on the decision to bench Eli. It's obviously emotional. Uh, a lot of reactions out there. I get the reactions. I understand the emotions. I understand the responses. Uh, it's been a tough couple of days. We feel we have to put our emotions aside and uh, make the best decision for the New York football giants. And uh, I'm at peace with the decision. Okay, Diana Rossini joins us here on the Rosillo Show. Will Kane on ESPN Radio on the Shell Penzo Performance Line. Danny, you've been down there now. I think you may even have said you headed down last night uh, at the Giants facility all day today. There's a bunch of questions we want to ask, but what do you think is the most important takeaway that you've you've learned from this story? It's that there has been so much going on, I think, with this Giants team collectively through this whole season. Injuries, the issues with Ben McAdoo, with team chemistry, that it was actually really hard to get a pulse on how this team feels as a whole, because there isn't just one specific way they feel about what I think a lot of Giants fans feel like, which is 
this is an end of an era. This is the last time we're going to see Eli Manning in a Giants uniform. Uh, I spoke to tons of young players, older players, guys that have been with Eli for years, guys that just met Eli this past season. And, you know, it's really interesting when you talk to these young guys and, and they're not trying to be callous or insensitive to what's happening here, but they just don't understand it. They don't comprehend it. They, you know, I talked to one player uh, on defense, uh, it's his second year here with the Giants, and he He's like, I didn't grow up a Giants fan. I mean, I grew up on the West Coast. I knew who Eli Manning was, but, you know, this is business. This happens all the time. And I don't want to say that that surprised me, but, you know, driving to New York from Connecticut yesterday, listening to sports talk radio and understanding and being in touch with tons of Giants fans that I know personally, I expected a locker room to be filled with still shock. And and it's no longer uh, if anything, they're numb to it. Okay, so when you talk to the the other quarterbacks, like Gino, I'm, I don't know how much access you had to these guys, but like, how do they see this thing developing? Gino was very bold today. Um, Gino seems like he's obviously mentally putting this behind him, not letting it distract him, getting ready for this this start against the Raiders on Sunday, and you know he's with nothing but complimentary. Um, about Eli Manning's leadership and how he's handled himself. But, you know, I asked him straight up if he was awkward by this. How, I mean, how weird has this, this has to be to be to step in here to fill in for a quarterback that's been here for, for you know, 13 straight seasons? And he says it's not weird at all. This is a business. It's a job. I won the job. Um, so I think the emotional side of this for Gino is, is he has no connection to Eli. I don't think he cares. He wants this starting opportunity, and he's going to get it. Diana, the more I think about this, the more I come back to this idea that Ben McAdoo is sort of a sacrificial lamb in this entire thing. There's no way that he made this decision with any sense of you know emboldened authority without either Jerry Reese driving it or, for that matter, ownership driving it. What is the feeling you're getting about whose call this was to bench Eli? Well, I'll, I'll one-up you on that. Well, Ben McAdoo said this was not his decision entirely. He said, you don't make this change. And this is something he touched on yesterday, and he definitely said it deliberately today. You don't make a change like this without the blessing from everyone. And I think that this team is at a point in the year where you either got to lose a coordinator, which I don't think he was willing to, to fire a coordinator here in this situation. He's not going to fire himself. So you sit the quarterback. And I, I do think that this is something with, that they were all on the same page, whether people believe it's the right time or not. I, I, ben McAdoo is not making this move without everyone else agreeing to it. So just so if that's the case, Diana, um, a lot of people are speculating, including both Ryan and I have talked about today, whether or not Ben McAdoo is back next year. There's a similar conversation taking place about Jerry Reese. But if ownership is involved in this situation, you that would seem to suggest Eli's not a giant next year with or without McAdoo and Reese. Hello, Diana. You know, I, lo- I, I lost you guys, but I, I think I know where you're going with that, Will. Um, I think if there's one takeaway in terms of the locker room responding to, I know Eli being benched, um, it's that nobody is safe. And while ownership signed on to this, and you're right, it makes you wonder, well, then they must be invested in Ben McAdoo. They must think that he's the right guy. 
and, and guys, you know the Giants' history here. You know how they operate, and they don't make those crazy changes. I remember back in 2007 when the Jets actually had the winning record and Tom Coughlin was here, and the Giants were the losing team in this market, and everyone was calling for Tom Coughlin's head, and they stuck, they stuck with him. And, and the next year, he won the Super Bowl. They, I don't think that they've made the decision on whether or not Ben McAdoo is going to be here next year. But I would think if we were going to look at the history of this organization, I, I think Ben McAdoo's here next year. Wow. Yeah. All right. This is uh, – go ahead. Oh, no, and, and that's another you know thing I was talking to about in the locker room with players just now, not just response to watching Eli take second-team reps, by the way, taking snaps from a center who I could not identify. I had a look on the roster, and I found him on the practice squad. Uh, I still don't even know his name, which that, that was very um, – odd to watch out there you know you, you're seeing a future hall of famer taking a bad snap out there it just it was such a weird experience to to see all this and i did appreciate people like jpp um and mark Herslick, who who you know mark was was emotional when i was talking to him about eli and he said this is gigantic for us this is a major change. And that's, that, that was the difference in the locker room. If I had one big takeaway, there's a big difference between the young guys and the old guys. Uh, really great. Thank you so much for making some time for us today, Diana. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. All right. That's Diana Rossini. It's at Diana ESPN if you want to follow up on some of that stuff. So a couple deals in there, right? Not McAdoo's call by himself, but that because of this, she's saying things like McAdoo's back next year. You said it yesterday. Like one of the first things you said is like, "Hey, he's done. He's never playing there again." Yeah, and I gotta tell you, I even wonder. Not she just said to us, McAdoo would have gotten the blessing of everyone all the way up to ownership to make this thing, make this decision. But I'm wondering if it's even McAdoo's decision that that made it, or he's the one being told, "Hey, we got to check these other things out. Run out there and talk to the press." Isn't that kind of an like an under? That's not underreported, but it's not discussed enough. The does the GM go? Hey, I hired you. This is the roster I put together. So this is who I would like you to start and who I'd like you to sit. And in some teams, that's the case. But I'm sure there are other teams that go. I've hired you to be the coach, and so therefore I have to defer to you to make the coaching change and all this stuff. And I'm sure, depending again, like the juice that you'd have as a coach, if you're Parcells, you don't go. Hey, thanks for hiring me. Right. What's your input? Right. <laughs> you know, but they're. I would imagine you know it, it's not a constant throughout the NFL. It's not a constant to the NBA. I'd say front offices and that relationship, that dynamic's different all the time. I um, I respect Diana so much that I'm going to evaluate this and changing my opinion. But my opinion before that interview, I almost said it to you, was dead man walking. Like listening to Ben McAdoo talk, dead man walking. So and maybe now, Diana will have me reevaluate that right there. But if he's dead man walking and he's benching Eli Manning, that came from somewhere else. What's the point in being the bad guy who benches Eli unless you're being told to do it if you know you're toast anyway? All right, I'll tell you why. Next. <laughs> Rosilla Show on ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Customers who switch to Progressive save an average of $500. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Will Kane, Rosilla Show, ESPN Radio.
Now that Human Resources VP Ashley Campbell has Kronos for HR, payroll, talent, and time, she's managing her workforce like a rock star. She even has her own hype song. I'm the spark before the fire. I'm the power in the train. I have a really diverse workforce with different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. Don't stop. Don't stop. I'm the dream. You now we're motivating and engaging the right people every step of the way. Kronos, HR solutions for the modern workforce and the people who support them. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger. Have you gotten a call yet? A call about what? The Tennessee job. No, I have not gotten a call. But I'm telling you, there's a name. The further we go down this list. Hold on. That look. So Jeff Brom was supposed to get this deal done. Like the, I don't know what happened with the Jeff Brom situation. If you're catching up now, Tennessee, we all know the deal. We're still a show here, Will Caney, ESPN Radio. But Brom, I had heard last night and then again this morning that, okay, the, 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 the tribunal, however you want to phrase it, the people that were making this decision, it was going to be Brom, and everybody's on the same page, and now it isn't him. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Okay, just help me Dave out. Dave Doran, next next man up. <laughs> I want to just make sure I'm keeping an accurate tally. Okay. All right. John Gruden wasn't real. No, loved flirting with you though yeah. the entire time. Had no told told his friends he didn't even like you. Dan Mullen. Wasn't interested. No, but he wanted to go to Florida. Okay, okay. I'm just this is you're right. This is the strikeouts, not the no thank yous. Greg Schiano. Well, they had him. He said yes. <laughs> Mike Gundy. I don't know that they ever really had him. Jim Bob Cooter. He didn't even do the interview. Jeff Brom. Don't know what happened. I don't look, people that cover it closer than I do will give you more understanding. Like it's always great these stories in the aftermath, right? Where you go, oh. You know, but did I forget anyone? Now? That's the thing, Ryan. How oh, many... Cutcliffe didn't want oh, to Cutcliffe. Oh, yeah. Cutcliffe. Rudy with the save. Boom. Bubba. Hey, Bubba, Cutcliffe. how are you doing in your Is... tax planning? That's all I've been thinking about. Uh. That and Cutcliffe. Is anybody else we've forgotten? That's it? I'm, I'm sure reading... there's another name, but I don't know. I mean, was he ever offered the job? Well, I'm reading Kevin Steele, defensive coordinator from Auburn, is, I don't know, on a list. And Chad Morris... Head coach at SMU. And then, of course, as Kevin just reported, NC State. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. Uh... (laughs) They're going to call you soon, man. (laughs) Would Jason Witten do it? Oh, I forgot. He was rumored at one time. Okay, but he he was a name that came up. What are you willing to believe on the Jason Witten rumor? I'm not really. I'm not. I don't think that was. No. no. Would you do it if you were Witten? Let's just take Witten out of it. Would I do it? Would you do it, Will Kane? You would be so good in that Tennessee ball orange coming out of the tee, looking How up at the stands. How funny would it be? You just pull your dad hat down a little bit lower. Maybe, I don't wear dad hat. Maybe throw in a smokeless, put on your headset. How many seasons could I get? I'd just be like the clapper. Be like Jason Garrett. Just clap. The thing with you is I don't think you'd do anything wrong. 
Like you'd be great in press conferences. If you if you or I got that, if they just went completely off the wall and hired somebody like us, <laughs> this is so it, stupid. Would by it the way. be better for us to go in and play straight man? Like you said, don't do anything <laughs> wrong, or would it be better for us to go do Lane Kiffin? Just like this is your one shot. It's they, your one year. They love Every Lane. press conference needs to be gold. Because <laughs> I think option two is the way you got to go. That's what I used to always think about. If you ever could make it out of The Bachelor, you go. Do you, do you really try to get to know every girl? Do you take it seriously, hope to find true love, or you go, this is a dating show on TV? I've always thought about what I would do if I got to do The Bachelor. And I would I would try to have – I would be putting on a performance for my friends. And I would I would have to. I would have to. Absolutely. That's I would, the only thing you could think about. The only motivation every morning would not be I want to find a real relationship – I want to get to know these girls. I'd only be thinking about is Sully, are Sully, Tim, and Mark laughing? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Is Van, do- Pelt, is Van Pelt howling in his basement watching me on The Bachelor answer these questions or talking to girls the way that, that you would on that show? Would you do The Bachelor? The answer is yes, you would, right? You would do it, yeah. Would you do Dancing with the Stars? No. Come I on. I can't dance. I mean, I guess, you know, enough enough training you do, but they keep you in your comfort zone. I mean, David Ross wasn't out there doing the, you know, moonwalk. Although I'm sure somebody's gonna send me a gift of him doing the moonwalk immediately because that's how 2017 works. Uh, would you do Dancing with the Stars? You're, I bet you think you're a good dancer. No, I don't. I don't. Interesting. No, and I think that's the one. I, you, the, the upside is huge on Dancing with the Stars. We all know this at this point. It's branding. Yeah, oh. you would do it. You would do it for the Will Kane brand. Let me tell you something. When we were at Texas OU that weekend. You and I were on the sidelines, right? I'm hanging out, and who saunters up on the sidelines to hang out? Jordan Speed. Well, there was that. Nate Jordan, Boyer. Jo- yes, yes and yes, tight with both. But also, Rachel Lindsay, the bachelorette. Didn't know who she was. I only knew because she did first take a few weeks prior. Oh, that's we went right. To, when, we went to, <laughs> when we went to Billy Bob's in Fort Worth. And what I'm telling that's you right, is. she came on with you guys on location. What I'm telling right. you is. Yeah. There's a different level. Oh, yeah, there's a different level. And The Bachelorette and Dancing of the Stars are in that level, where it's like walk down the street level. Exactly. So you would you would have to – but I would love to know, like if you were in management at ESPN, and say you feel however you feel about me, right? Doing this a while, been here a while. And you know who's been killing it on his NBA takes lately? Ryan Rossillo. And do you think they would do that because of the work I was doing, or they'd go – you know, I'm starting to like a little bit more is Rosillo. After Dancing with the Stars. After Dancing with the Stars. 100%. That's exactly how it happened, wouldn't it? 100%. kind of like him. I got to get him now. <laughs> Did you see the song? Yeah. He was fun. He was fun. He was out there. He was doing a lot of a lot of Latino like dances. I, I'm not sure what you should call him, but he was. He was making an ugly face? Yeah, he was good. You know, he got bounced out of there quick. Yeah. Yeah, I think Dancing with Stars, you weigh all that in and. Against the embarrassment. Do you level. think Kansas City starts like, wait a minute, we put Kenny Maine on this in the beginning, but maybe that was why Kenny Maine's career is taken off. Maybe that's how they should select the new Tennessee coach. Yeah, so this started on Tennessee, huh? All right, who gets the Tennessee job? Hit us up one hundred flowers dot com Twitter feed at Rosillo Show. Show presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, by the way, the one Eli thing that I teased and that I never got to, which I can do very quickly right here, the whole McAdoo thing. Right, he called this. He very well could have been told. This is a collective decision, ownership, front office, and you, you 
if you want to keep your job next year or going to say it's only your decision to insulate ownership from the anti-Eli stuff. Yeah. That I think they could say that here. without if you want to save your job. Like, yeah. This is what you're doing. Yeah. Or they don't have to say if you want to save your job, but they go, we would appreciate if you would do this. And McAdoo's thinking, okay, I could say no. You're coming with me, knowing that hurts my job security. That's another thing. Right. If he's dead man walking, why go out there and take those arrows? Why do that? Well, because you're always hoping. I mean, Todd Graham, right after the beat Arizona, Todd, how do you feel about your future? I want to thank my Lord and Savior. Boom, 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 boom. Beat your rival out. So everybody, there are very few people that are comfortable enough in life that walk around going, I hope I get fired. Okay? <laughs> Nobody really wants it, even if you go this place. I don't even, you know, they'll be, they'll be regretting me being gone. Yeah, will they? So I don't think McAdoo... He's going to do whatever he can. Like, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that make sense that he would do everything he can from this point moving forward to try to find a way to be the head coach in 2018? Yes, including starting Davis Webb. There you go. All right, we asked McShay, probably we got 10, 12 deep on this, rapid-fire NFL questions, and one of them was whether or not, so this wasn't as rapid-fire, but this is more in him changing his mind about the QB class that we originally called the McShay 3. Priscilla Show, ESPN Radio. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you build a giant pillow fort in your living room. And when people ask why you have a pillow fort in your living room, you say it's for your dog. And when they ask, well, what kind? You say, uh, chocolate lab. And we have a web of lies that's almost as intricate as the crown molding in Fort Pillow. The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the pillow soft fortress you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Today's been a lot of fun. Tomorrow we got Adnan. It looks like Jacoby could be stopping by from Jalen Jacoby for a little while. So we'll do that. What do you think Adnan's going to be hot on tomorrow? Well, he's a big college football guy. He's going to be big on all this Tennessee nonsense, right? No. Saruti, you could probably help out with this. What do you think Adnan wakes up tomorrow going, I really want to talk about this today? Well, if you pay any attention to the show today, I would say Damian Woody's hatred for the DC universe, but he also hates like all those comic book movies, which is insane. He doesn't like any. He doesn't of them. like any of them. Well, I, I don't. I shouldn't say that with a sweeping brush. He he. The genre he's not a fan of. They're not artsy enough for him. Right. The piano scores yes. aren't great. Yeah. English Patient. Thor. No. I saw an artsy movie recently. I should run it by Adnan. What'd you see? Three billboards outside of, uh, what's it called, Gibbings, Missouri? Missouri, yeah. I almost went to go see that by myself the other night. Yeah. I actually saw it solo. Yeah. And you're married. They were out of town. Wife and kids were out of town. How was it? It's good. It's artsy in the way you don't get resolution. I like resolution in my movies. So a lot like Basic Instinct? Don't remember the plot arc of Basic Instinct. Oh, no, you get resolution in that. Right? Do you? Don't you? No. I think that's the whole point of Basic Instinct. It blew our minds in the early 90s. We weren't ready for that kind of stuff. Mm. What movie blew your mind? How about this? Usual Suspects. Of course. The whole time. Kaiser Soze? <laughs> dude, we can't even say that name anymore. But Why? Dude. Anyway. I'm messing with you right now. I'm messing with you. Are you all right? You're just like totally freaked. You have this look on your face. And you're just... In this climate, you tell me something I can't say. I'm like, <laughs> you totally freeze. I still, I still am like, my brain's going. I had Josina Anderson take a picture of me today 
standing next to Damian Woody. I saw this. And I point at Damian Woody, and I'm so freaked out about everything right now that when I tweeted out, I just pointed at him that I go, is there anything that anyone will take from this and say that I was doing wrong? All right, so you go deep cuts on the tweets, right? And it's a real hit and miss kind of deal. You're sort of like the Ramones of tweets. Like some songs, really good. Some, that was a joke for yourself. (laughs) And the ones that hit are good. Like I loved it today when I was, I I literally saw you 10 seconds after looking at this tweet, you're like, I pointed at him. (laughs) You liked that one. You thought that was clever. I didn't know what to say because I want to be part of it and JoJo was like tagging me and Woody was in there and it was a three- photo layout deal so she put all this effort into it so like all right i got a tweet on top of Josina's thing here and i didn't really know what to say and it's just me pointing at woody and i'd said i was like i gave you the point he goes, and then there's other days when you like tweet out the show link and you, you'll be like really investigate the dark web today <laughs> so you don't like or the- well, my favorite ones are when you go great show today when you clearly didn't feel like it was a great show <laughs> so you don't like the clickbait Things that have nothing to do with the show whatsoever as my link to the show. They're not clickbait because they don't work and you know they don't work. (laughs) I just, whenever you scroll through all of the stuff, you go, okay, fine. So when I have, when it's our show, like tonight, I may do one and be like, is, is now the right time for Bitcoin? Or did today's Bitcoin flash hurt you? Three ways to recover. The third iteration of Silk Road. See what's happening now in the dark web. Yeah. It's just, (laughs) it's all the same stuff. Six spots that make her go, ooh. How is your 401k? Can you look your 401k in the mirror? You know, all of these different, like it's the same crap all of the time. So I just try to think of how many different ones that I can come up with. There have been a few that I didn't. I wrote this one out, but I couldn't get the wording perfectly. So I was going to say on today's show why 90s NBA players say their protests are better than today's. <laughs> you get the wording wrong on that one. But I just got it. Right. I just couldn't. I, I delete, delete, delete. And I kept thinking of. So yeah, when I did just. Me pointing at Damian Woody and I hit send on it, I go, is anybody going to find this offensive? Probably. No. I don't know. I, I That's how nervous I am. I am that freaked out about everything now. Well, you should be. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that comfort. Okay, tweet the show, at Show 1-800-Flowers.com, Twitter feed. Here is McShay on the McShay 3, the quarterbacks at the top of this draft class. Previously on the Ryan Rosillo Show. Who surprised you the most? I think the the quarterbacks in general, the struggles. Because I've never gone on into a year thinking, this is going to be kind of easy. These guys are all so good. And watch three of them at the top. Uh, Josh Rosen, Allen, Josh Allen from Wyoming, and, um, and Sam Darnold. Darnold from USC. All have different kinds of struggles, but struggles. You know, I told you, I felt like I was a, a defense lawyer all fall. All fall. What's wrong with your boys? The McShay three. Okay, therefore, <laughs> then question number two, who's going to be the top quarterback when it's all said and done? If I had to bet right now, I would say Josh Rosen. He outplayed Darnold by such a long margin, such a big margin in that game. And you don't base it off of one game. He has advanced in terms of his, his pocket passing. Darnold has regressed a little bit because of everything around him, I believe, getting in some bad habits. But um, I would say right now I would, I would bet on Rosen. Do you think Rosen has a better career than Darnold? Hmm. Okay. Whew, good one. No. You didn't let McShay go through his full thought process. Yeah, there. he was there was such a delay there. I was like, what are we doing? Okay, so um real quick, away from that, just pivoting here, Art Stapleton covers the Giants, had some of the stuff earlier yesterday on Eli being benched. He asked John Mara, owner of the Giants, this question. On the suggestion the Giants are tanking, quote, 
Bull. That's Mara's response? Yeah. BS. But the full version. The classy. one that's not for kids. That's the classy organization. Oh, come on. Now you don't you don't do that? Well, because I know it's all cowboys. Model related. franchise. <laughs> Model. You don't have a problem with him saying that. No, I don't have a problem with him okay. saying that except that it's not true. <laughs> yeah. But see, that's the thing. So what are you doing? So to right. to put like what if the football people would say, you know what, Gino gives us a better chance to win the rest of these games over Eli. Then is, they're not football people. Is there anyone selling that message? Or is anyone buying that well, message? There are people. Are people selling it? Anybody buying it? No. No. Mm mm. Nope. <laughs> All right. That's Will Kane. The Rosilla Show. Bamani Jones is next. You're listening to ESPN Radio.